Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Deanna, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. I pray you all are doing well and having a great week so far. I do appreciate you clicking that button and tuning in for another podcast with me. For all of you who continue to listen every time there's a podcast actually released. And to anybody who's given the podcast an opportunity, we do want to welcome you to Becoming a Divine Lady. Glad to have you as a listener. It's all greatly appreciated. None of it is taken for granted. And again, I just appreciate all you ladies. I just want to say thank you. As always, um, just a quick reminder, don't forget to sign up for the daily devotionals that are brought to you by Faith Walker Monday through Friday. All you have to do is click the link below, put in the email, and we will take care of it from there. Make it easy for you, okay? We would love to send you those devotionals Monday through Friday, all right? So I know that I mentioned several times on a few other podcasts on what Becoming a Divine Lady is meant to help with, right? But if you're new, I definitely want to mention it again. Becoming a Divine Lady podcast is simply meant for transforming and evolving in the spirit of God. Like while we elevate our class, our elegance and our loyalty, like every step of the way, literally every step of the way. And we are a community of sisters where we will learn and grow to be women of God and not be conformed to the patterns of this world. We focus on not being of the world and we have and we continue to discuss how we as women should say no to the ungodliness and worldly passions and live these self-controlled, upright, and godly lives. And during the present times, so far in 30, now 31 podcasts, including this one, uh, we have touched on different topics, which... I'm just going to go over a few topics we talked about, which is where it starts. And that's where we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Of course, some of you have already done so. Some of you have not. So this is the podcast. Just explain where it starts. And there is also a salvation prayer that's included in that podcast. Um, We also discussed the language that we speak and how we need to watch things that we speak because the power of the tongue, the words are very powerful. So we have to really be careful in what we say. We talked about self-confidence and courageous faith. We talked about a few of the ways that God speaks to us. We touched on fear and anxiety, the armor of God and how we should put that on every day. It's imperative that we put on the armor of God every day because the enemy is sitting there waiting for the days that we don't and he will attack us in every way possible. So it's very, very, very important, ladies, that we put on the armor of God um, every day and that we pray the armor of God over our children as well, if you have any. All right. Now, I'm not going to name every title, but I just wanted to remind you of some of the things that we talked about. With mostly every podcast, there are self-reflection questions that we ask ourselves and actually had to answer honestly. And based on a lot of the feedback I received, those self-reflection questions prompt us to want to make changes, right? And we have grown so much together and we're still on this journey of becoming divine ladies, becoming women of God and not women of this world. So I mentioned all of that to talk about our growth, right? Me personally, I've seen a lot of growth within my relationship with God. Also, even with this podcast, just me going back to listening to a few of the podcasts, I can hear the growth with me just listening to myself. Of course, you know, we're harder on ourselves, but I can definitely hear the growth within myself. Also, with the feedback and emails, text messages, everything that I've been getting is that this podcast has been able to help 
all of us grow in some ways, right? It has made us self-reflect on worldly ways and be able to switch and allow God to mold those things into divine ways. God has taken us on this journey to grow, to be examples, to move and continually move forward. This is what God is working on us with. And with all that being said, ladies, don't look back. Don't look back to who we used to be. Don't look back to past situations and wish and hoping that it was your present situation. Like, don't look back at past mistakes. Don't look back at the depression state of mind that you used to be in. Don't look back at the hurt and pain that you've been through. Like, don't look back. Okay? The past is the past for a reason. If something was meant to be in the present, it would be. We have to remember that we hold grudges from the past. We hold on to how life was in the past. We hold on to maybe people that was in our lives. We hold on to just our past lives. And now since becoming divine ladies and moving away from the world and closer and closer to God, we're still looking back at worldly ways. Feeling like we lost something, like feeling like we're missing out on something. And when the enemy is tricking us to believing that we need to look back. And we cannot fall for it. Like, do not look back. Don't fall for the trick of the enemy. All right. So I want to talk about a story in the Bible. I'm not going to read the entire thing. I would just read so that you can get an idea of what happened. It's in Genesis chapter 19, verses 15 through 26. And I'm going to be reading from the NLT version. It says, at dawn the next morning, the angels became assistant. Hurry, they said to Lot, take your wife and your two daughters who are here Get out right now or you will be swept away in the destruction of the city. When Lot still hesitated, the angel seized his hand in the hands of his wife and two daughters and rushed them safely outside the city, for the Lord was merciful. When they were safely out the city, one of the angels ordered, Run for your lives and don't look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains or you will be swept away. Oh no, my Lord, Lot begged. You have been so gracious to me and saved my life, and you have shown us great kindness. But I cannot go to the mountains. Disaster will catch up to me there, and I will soon die. See, there is a small village nearby. Please let me go there instead. Don't you see how small it is? Then my life will be saved. All right, the angel said. I will grant your request. I will not destroy the little village, but hurry, escape to it, for I can do nothing until you have arrived there. Lot reached the village just as the sun was rising over the horizon. Then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. He utterly destroyed them along with other cities and villages of the plain, wiping out all the people and every bit of vegetation. But Lot's wife looked back as she fell behind him and she turned into a pillar of salt. God is so loving that he sent his angels to warn Lot to leave town. Even when Lot was unsure that like the angels still grabbed him, his wife and his daughter's hand and pulled them out when they was hesitating, right? Now, you know, it's serious when the angels are still grabbing them to leave. Something is serious. You know, these are angels. They're, they're telling you that you have to leave town. You're still hesitating. I don't know why, because if angels is coming to talk to you, something must be happening. But the angels still had to grab them and basically drag them out of town and... The angels gave them specific instructions to run for their lives and don't look back. 
And the angels even work with Lot because Lot didn't think that he could make it to the mountains in time and agreed that Lot can go to a small town and they will wait for him to get there before they destroyed anything. They even compromised. And this is really, really something to think about deeper than me just reading it to you guys. They compromise with Lot to say, okay, yeah, go ahead to a smaller town. We'll wait until you get there before destroying the town. I'm not going to go in too deep about it because I want to get to the point of this podcast. But once they made it to the town, the Lord destroyed all the villages and cities with fire. But they were given clear direction on to run and not look back. But Lot's wife, she looked back and she was immediately judged by God and she turned into a pillar of salt. It's, it's pretty deep, right? So I want to talk about some of the reasons why she may have looked back. And I'm not saying this is it. I'm just giving some ideas on why she looked back. Okay. So one thing I wrote down, you know, of course, she may have family that's there. Right. Um, She may was born and raised in Sodom. She may have liked the people there. She may have thought life was not so bad there. She may was thinking of her family members that was left behind. She was missing her home. She may wish that she could have grabbed some things from memories. And she just ultimately wanted to go back. That was what she knew. But God had a different plan for their life. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is that she was disobedient. Because there were specific instructions, but she thought about her worldly ways and she looked back when God was being merciful and saved her, warned them, saved her to get them out of there. And she still looked back. So God don't like to be disobeyed, especially when he went above and beyond to send his angels to save them. And that actually took them by the hand and made sure that they made it out like The angels even compromised and allowed them to go to a smaller town instead of the mountains. But she still felt like she was missing something. And I'm sure she was sad because she felt like that was her life, right? I get that. But God was giving her a new life, a new way, a new start. He was giving her a restart. So when this topic came to me, I was wondering, like, how many of us look back? How many of us actually look back? How many times has God given us a restart? How many times has God brought us out of situations, but we went back to certain situations? How many times has God given us directions to follow exactly and we didn't do it? How many of us are lukewarm? One day we're in the word of God and the next day, in the next two days, we're into the worldly things. Trying to figure out what we're missing. If God was to instantly judge us specifically on looking back on worldly things that he has brought us out of, how many of us will turn into a pillar of salt? Like that's something that we need to really ask ourselves. Everyone that was led to become the Divine Lady podcast was led here for a reason. There is a reason that you listen to this podcast. There is a reason that you found it. There is a reason that a friend sent it to you. There is a reason God is specifically trying to get our attention and make us aware of the different topics, the difference between worldly ways and divine ladies. He wants us to know the difference. He has taken us by the hand and taken us to a safe place. So ladies, don't look back. Stay on the path that God is leading you down. Again, there is nothing in your past that you need. There is nothing that is supposed to be in the present with you because if that's the case, God would have allowed it. 
We cannot be lukewarm. God does not like that. Like we are either divine ladies or worldly girls. There is no in between. So you choose who you want to be. You choose what path you want to go down. Again, God does not like lukewarm. So don't be lukewarm. You're either divine ladies or you're worldly girls. That is it. But I want you to remind you that God is serious. First of all, he instantly judged Lot's wife because he turned her into a pillar of salt immediately. But also, Jesus asked the disciples in, in Luke chapter 17, verse 32, Jesus said, remember Lot's wife, which he was letting them know, like, you go ahead and look back if you want to. But remember Lot's wife. Remember what happened to her. This is not a joke, ladies. Not at all. Jesus is taking his time out to make sure we become the divine ladies that he needs us to be and to understand the seriousness of this. Please read Luke chapter 17, verse 20 through 37. Read that and ask yourself, which one do you want to be? All right. So, ladies, I'm going to leave this right here. This is something that I need everyone to listen to now or later whenever you do listen to the podcast. Please don't look back. You may not be where you want to be, but thank God that you're not where you used to be. Thank God that you're not where you used to be. And please, please, please don't think that you can keep disobeying God and get away with it. All I can say is remember Lot's wife. Don't be her. Don't look back, ladies. Like, we can't. We can't afford it. Like, don't look back. Right. So here are the self-reflection questions that I kind of gave you during the podcast, but I'm going to give it to you again. The first question is, if God was to instantly judge you on specifically looking back on worldly things that he has brought you out of, would you turn into a pillar of salt? And the second question is, after reading Luke chapter 17, verses 20 through 37, which one would you want to be? Okay. so of course, you know, I would like to end with the prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy that continues to follow us every day of our lives. Thank you for your grace, oh God. Thank you for always being so loving and so kind, oh God. Thank you for being our teacher and having patience with us, oh God. Lord, I ask that you continue to guide those of us who are struggling to leave the past behind. Father God, we ask that you Heal every hurt from the past and take away every traumatic memory from those of us who have been mistreated in the past. Help us to walk in total forgiveness and let go of the people who are not meant to be a part of our lives, oh God. Lord, help us to be willing to leave the places you are calling us away from. And let us move towards the new beginnings you have planned for our lives, oh God. We ask that you continue to breathe life and strength into our souls. For as we trust you to renew our spirits, oh God, today... We declare that we will not listen to the enemy, O oh God. We will not give an ear to the lies of the devil, O oh God. We will not allow him to torture or torment us with his untruth, O oh God. Your word says that you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness, O oh God. Your word also says that you will show us the path of life, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, God, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, for your forgiveness. I bind any stronghold that is trying to make us look back. I bind any tricks of the enemy that will make us think that we have to go back to who we used to be. I bind any demonic attack that the enemy has against any woman under the sound of my voice. Lord, I ask that you 
Keep our eyes fixed on you, O God. And we will press towards you, Lord. We are determined to become the divine ladies that you are calling us to be, O God. Lord, I ask that you may please keep our feet on the right path, Lord. Continue to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us every step of the way to help us get through the race and receive the heavenly prize for which you have called through Jesus Christ, O God. Lord, I thank you, Father, for we honor you. Like we adore you and we love you. And we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So ladies, I hope that this podcast was able to help you in some way. Um, Please don't forget to share with any ladies that you may know. So let's continue to try to do the right thing. Let's continue to help as many people get saved because now is the time. All right. And I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies.